what's up what's up what's up welcome back to another episode of exceeding while black y'all i know where have i been right like we have missed i want to say it's been like three or four episodes if i'm not mistaken but (laughs) y'all i've been on a roller coaster um and it's been a bad one. Like normally when I have my states of just depressiveness or um suicidal thoughts or just anything that is just really dark, I I tend to get out of them very quickly just due to the fact that I'm strong-minded, you know, I'm strong-willed and I know what I want in life and I know where I'm going, but this roller coaster that I have been on <laughs> since honestly the end of last year, um, it just got, kept getting worse and worse and worse. And um I really didn't know what to do with it. I I kept trying to push it back and push it down and tried to hide it, tried to laugh through it. I literally tried everything in the book to just not think about it and eventually um it bit me in the ass (laughs) it bit me in the ass um I went through the worst (laughs) the worst night of my life um last week last Thursday um prior to that before I even get into that story prior to that I was already really depressed um, and it kept showing up. Like there was no way for me to hide it. Like it literally just kept showing up and I really thought that even with talking to my friends about it, um, there was nothing that they could say that would let it just disappear. Or make it disappear. Um, it was nothing that I felt like I could even do to just make it disappear. So um, I ended up, I ended up just praying really, really hard. Um, and not to say that I just pray when I'm in a depressive state, but I never prayed so hard in my life. Uh, just to rid this darkness that was just taken over. And from my financial situation, a lot of you may not know, um, I have a disability. um, So I am um, legally disabled and legally disabled. And um, I... (laughs) I just believe that people have this delusional thought that people that are legally disabled or getting checks from the government, they just have racks on racks on racks. And that is not the case. Like that is not the case. Just how jobs and corporations and you know other companies like to, you know, skimp you out when you're on your funds or your money or your checks. 
it's the same thing that they be doing. Okay. They try to skip you out on your check and, um, it come, it, it came because listen, when you're fully disabled, like fully legally disabled, you, you're not able to work, you know? So with me not being able to work and that little piece of bread, little piece of something, little pennies that they be giving me in this economy, you can't do nothing. Like you literally, you literally cannot do anything. So, um, you know, I'm in my late twenties, I'll be 29 this year. And there has been just so many thoughts running in my mind as one, I'm getting older two, I just saw the vision for my life just so differently. Um, I'm outside looking in, you would look at me and just say, oh, like she got it made. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's with her friend who has like a beautiful home, you know, doesn't really have to worry about too much. And all this other shit, like God like has an amazing support system, yada, 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 yada. But internally, I am battling with more than the eye can see. <laughs> and I think it it irks my nerves when when people try to downplay what I'm actually feeling or what I'm actually going through. Um, a lot of people would sit here and say, well, you know, a lot of people have it a lot worse than you. You know, a lot of people have this, a lot of people have that. That is all great and dandy and kudos to them, I guess. But there is no comparison. Demons are demons. Life is life. My life may look easier to you. You may be able to deal with this. That is fantastic. I love that for you. But me right now, who I am, I cannot deal with this. This is a lot. This is a lot. Okay. So your strength, you may be stronger than me. I, I congratulate you. I give you a million cookies. It is Girl Scout season. I'll give you a million cookies. But the thing about it is, I cannot deal with it. I am going through a lot. I have demons. Me, not you, me. So when even the, the moments uh, that I try to say things or make people understand, like, this is so much deeper than what another person may may look at as simple, what another person may look at as easy, what another person may look at as, oh, she got it made. This is a lot, lot deeper than anything that, that I can see, okay? And I want to get that through people's heads that just because you may think I have it so much easier. So, so many support systems, so many this, so many that. I'm still going through shit. Okay? <laughs> I'm still going through shit. Like, I have been to so many doctors. I have so many health issues that I don't even really discuss. But I have a lot of health issues. I have a lot of financial 
issues. I have a lot of internal demons that I battle with on an everyday basis. So with all that mixed up, then placing personal life into this, relationships into this, I'm fucked up. I'm literally fucked up. And I was getting heavier and heavier and heavier by the day. By the day. Um, it just seemed like even when it came to my family, um, my sister specifically, like, it would just be shit thrown in my face and it made me even heavier. <laughs> it made me even heavier and it just seemed like I there was no light. Like, I, there was no person, one person I could just unload to. And so when Thursday came around last week, I snapped. <laughs> I snapped. And I didn't snap at anyone. I didn't cuss anyone out. I didn't snap in that way. I snapped because somebody had basically put the cherry on top of the cake and said, there you go. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's it for you. That, that Look, that's, that's the tumbling piece, you know? And right before that happened, I prayed. I prayed really, really hard. Like I said, I prayed really, really hard. And I was trying to, you know, heal from it all and be this <laughs> obedient woman, you know, um, of God, be this obedient child of God. And I, I found myself happy for a moment. All right. I found myself happy for a moment and I sucked it right in. I did not let it go. I held on to it with dear life and I felt really good. And shit started happening. I started seeing, you know, small little glimpses of things that was starting to turn around for me, right? And you know how people say, always be careful what you pray for. Child. <laughs> That's facts. Um, I prayed for healing. I prayed for negative energy to be withdrawn away from me. Um, withdrawn from inside of me. Um. And Lord, did I get that? <laughs> Lord, did I get that? Um, so Thursday came. And everybody knows this app called Clubhouse, right? It is filled, filled with negative energy. It is, I'm talking like to the fucking brim. Like it is filled with negative energy. And I've deleted it like five, six times. I'm not going to lie. I've deleted it so many times just due to it just being and feeling unhealthy for me. Um, but I kept going because, you know, some of the people that were up there were really cool. Um, that's where I got most of my laughs from, most of my jokes. Um, so it was just, it was like a, it was like, honestly, Clubhouse had its own little world. You know, Clubhouse was just filled with different energies, different people, different communities, different cultures. Like it was just filled with so many things that were just different. And you put everybody in the same room and boom, bada bing. Like, of course, you're going to have friction. Of course, you're going to have, you know, confrontation and 
all the other shit, like, it honestly felt like high school. <laughs> it honestly felt like high school. Like, everybody was getting their puberty or some shit. I don't know. But uh, it was definitely filled with negativity. And I remember, I remember, um, I wasn't, something was just telling me, like, today not going to be a good, good night. You know what I'm saying? Like, something's going to happen. And I kept feeling it, like, because I was up there earlier, like, Thursday morning, afternoon, whatever. I was up there earlier, you know, in this verses or whatever. And it was really cool, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, trying to have a little bit of fun and listen to good music and stuff like that. But it just kept repeating in my head, like, get off Clubhouse, get off Clubhouse, get off Clubhouse. And I was like, all right. So, like, honestly, after maybe, like, the last verses, maybe, I dipped. I got off Clubhouse. I was like, you know what? Because this ain't going to stop until I get off. Y'all. I ended up getting off Clubhouse. I would say maybe like, I would say two hours later, shit unraveled. Like the cherry was placed on the cake, y'all. Um, I ended up receiving a phone call that night. And normally... Normally when people come at me, like, aggressively, um, I immediately will lash out. I'm saying I would immediately, like, have my defensive walls up and just, you know, do what I got to do. But this specific person, (laughs) this specific person was talking to me and I was just you know those moments where you're just shook like you're just in shock and if the person was in my face I would probably be giving them like the worst stare ever like I would probably be looking at them like horrified you know and not because I was scared of the energy or I was scared of them per se it was like I had no feelings like and I felt myself in that moment get numb, like from the from my head to my toes. I just felt numb. I was numb, and it was one of the scariest nights of my life. Um, Like, after the conversation, you know, people are expecting, like, a rebuttal. (laughs) You know, people are expecting you to say, you know, something. And I literally said nothing. There was nothing for me to say. I was just like, okay. Like, (laughs) as simple as that, y'all. I kid you not. I was like, okay. And as soon as it came out my mouth, I knew then I was done. Like, I knew at that moment when I said, okay, and I heard that, that, that click, (laughs) when I said, okay, and I heard that click, I knew right then I was done. I knew right then there was, there was no feelings like in my body whatsoever. 
I was not happy. I was not sad. I was not angry. I was not nothing. I was dead. I was dead. Um, and as soon as that word, that thought even ran across my mind, like I started having a panic attack, like, and I've been getting panic attacks, um, since last year. Um, and I'm, I never really spoke on it. never really said anything. Cause sometimes they just be coming when I'm not even thinking about nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I just be watching TV or something, like they just come and, um, it was getting really weird. I remember during Christmas, um, I was riding with my dad in the car and my heart was just racing. Like, and I was feeling like I couldn't breathe. And my dad was talking to me, but I, I literally had to like tune him out. And I was just like, bro, I don't know what's happening right now. And so he has this, um, Fitbit watch. Right. And so he handed it to me. He was just like, just wear it, you know, and then we can monitor your heart and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. And, um, he was telling me that, you know, sometimes they did get, you know, really high, but then it started coming back down or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. But y'all, I've, that panic attack Thursday night was nowhere near the, the, the practices, <laughs> the practices I had prior to that. All right. It was nowhere near that. Um, Thursday's panic attack was the scariest moments of my life. Like I literally could not breathe. Um, I was grabbing onto air. Like I was reaching for air. I was holding my sheets so tightly in my hands. Like, and I was just like, <gasps> like it was, oh my God, y'all. It was really scary. And the only thought that I had to make everything just stop was to make my heart just stop. Um, it was something that I knew right then when I, when I, when I thought it. I knew it wasn't right, you know? I knew that this wasn't just another panic attack. This wasn't just another thing that has happened, but this was the darkness coming again, but now coming full speed, head on, collision. What you gonna do? You gonna cave in or you gonna get the fuck up? Obviously, I got the fuck up, <laughs> you know, and um, shout out to shout out to Raven. Um, that's one of my homegirls. She <laughs> it was funny. It's, it's funny, but it's not funny. Y'all um, during that time of the phone call, she was calling me at the same time and I declined her call because I I really just didn't know what to do in that moment. Um, so I had declined her call and then after like she was texting me and I was just like, bro, like, nah. And she just kept texting me and texting me and texting me and texting me. And it was like, she would not stop. It was like, girl, stop texting me. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, but she just kept texting me like, 
I don't know why she was doing it. I guess that was that was her way of realizing like something is not right. Like this is actually really serious. And so she just kept texting me. And um it had got to a point where I was like, let me text back. <laughs> My fingers was just typing. I don't even think mentally I was in the phone. Like Mentally, my mind was gone. Like, my mind was somewhere else. But my fingers was just letting it all out. You know what I'm saying? And it was in that moment where I started to come back to life. You know, I started to calm down. I started to catch my breath again. I started to realize that I'm here. You know what I'm saying? That I am alive. That I am well. That I have life. I started to realize the importance of my life, what it means to me. I started to understand my own love for myself and not and not allowing a person or materialistic things or my financial situation or my living situation or anything to disrupt how I feel inside about myself and where I know that I am going if I constantly and continue to push. So I got back up. I got back up, man. And all glory goes to God. But I will say that if you're having those moments of just feeling overwhelmed with life, just feeling like you're no longer able to do it, you're no longer able to be with us or to live in your darkness, crawl out, crawl out. You have the strength to do it. I believe in you. I trust you and I pray for you. It's not easy. You're going to come out of there with scrapes, bruises, all of that. But I promise you that scrape, that bruise, It's going to be so much better than you being six feet under. It's not about, it's not about who likes you or who's going to miss you. It's about the completeness of how you feel. Do you feel like you've completed enough? Do you feel like as soon as you take those pills, as soon as you pull out that knife, as soon as you get that gun, do you feel then in that moment that you're you're done, that you're going to regret it? I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't have regretted it. I wouldn't have regretted it. But I would have, as soon as I felt my body just slowly drift, it was probably then that 
it probably would have came to my mind, came into my head, you know. Um, I pray for the ones who go to dark places, who feel as though life is just too much. I pray for y'all, man. I pray for us every day because we are the only ones who realize, who knows how we feel and what we're capable and what we're willing to do. And I know sometimes it seems as though you're your only support system in those moments. I know sometimes it may seem as though you're lost. You're unaware of what's going to happen. You feel distant. You feel out of place. I know those moments, but I also know that in this life, what you hold on to is what you love, not people, not things, but internally, if keep repeating it to yourself, keep doing it. Find the balance in yourself. Because wherever, wherever there is darkness, there is light. I believe that. Wherever there is darkness, there is light. There is light in you. You have light inside of yourself. Crawl through, crawl out of that darkness and find your light. Hold on to it. Fuel it. Let it grow. Let it brighten up every inch and fiber of your being. Every person that is surrounding you. Let it light up the whole world. Because you are somebody. You are somebody to yourself. You are your biggest fan. And you can and you will conquer everything, every dream, every every choice, everything that you want to do in your life. You will conquer it, every idea. Because you have the power within yourself to do it. And I know you may not believe it. I know you may feel as though you don't have nothing else left. You don't have another muscle to move. You don't have another knee to crawl on. You don't have another foot to stand on. You don't have another hand to raise and pray. You don't have another tear to drop. You don't have another yell inside of your bones. I understand. I understand. But push. Push. Because although you may not feel as though you have anything else inside of you, 
you still have that little girl, that little boy inside of your soul. Who is scratching at the surface wanting to get out and play. You still have that dreamer inside of you and you still have hope. You still have a chance, a second chance to make everything, every dream, every idea to come to life. Please believe in yourself again. Know you are not the only person that's walking around with the darkness. Know that you are not the only person that feels that this may be the end. Know that you are not the only person that hates to get out of bed. You are not the only one. I stand with you. I share my story, my life, my darkness with you. I lay it all out on the table. I'll tell you anything you want to know. As long as you promise me that you'll start walking with me. As black men and women, we go through so much internally, mentally. We go through so many emotions that we don't have time to grasp and sit down and dissect them one by one. But... We do have a voice. We do have a voice. So whatever you're feeling today, say it out loud. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. I'm depressed. I'm happy. I'm just living. I'm driven. I'm purposeful. I'm beautiful. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're feeling right now, say it out loud and complete the sentence. Say it out loud and constantly walk in it. Say it out loud and plaster it on your mirror. Because we are incredible. We are beautiful. We are intelligent. And when we tap into what is meant for me, what is meant for you, what is meant for us, when we tap into it, when we finally decide that the darkness can sit as narrow as in a corner, when we finally crawl out of that and we finally attach ourselves to that light that's inside of us and then we start to stand up and we start to march when we start to feel the heat inside of us start burning we have succeeded we have 
turn the deadness that's inside of us into a blossoming flower. We have created something that is more powerful than words can even form together. We are unstoppable. We become unstoppable. And we become what they fear. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. And the universe and everything that happens after is going to be meant for us. It's going to be meant for me. I found a crystal. Um, and it was just sitting in my bathroom. <laughs> it was just sitting in my bathroom, man. Um, the night before all of this happened, um, some friends had had came over, and it was so funny because I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to be in my room, like my roommate. Well, really, they're my friends, but my roommates as well. Um, basically, told me to you know get out my funk and you know meet new people, and so I was just like, okay, I look, I guess, <laughs> I guess, and so um, I ended up just staying out there, and I started having like real like bad anxiety when I heard the doorbell ring because I was like, oh my god, I really don't want to be with new people, I really don't want to meet nobody, like, I'm not even in a great space, like, I was just, child, I was just all over the place, and, um, (laughs) so, we ended up talking, I ended up talking to these two new people, and everything that I felt internally, like, drifted away in that moment, it just all went away, and I was a point where I was just happy, and I, I ended up expressing to them that I just felt really sad and really down and, you know, just really felt like in a dark place right now. And one of the one of the ladies, you know, I saw she had like two crystals on her necklaces. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I'm talking to her about them or whatever. And I'm like, wow, OK. And, you know, they left and I go into my bathroom and. And I'm always, I'm always, when I'm very observant, so I just, I'm just always catching something, you know what I'm saying? I'm just always catching something without even really looking for it, you know? And I just see a crystal or something that is just on the floor. And I'm like, this isn't supposed to be here, but I don't touch it because I get closer. And I'm like, that's a crystal, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, hold on. So I look it up to see like what it is and it's a quartz and I'm like, wow. This is focusing on inner peace and self-love and all the good things and all the things that I needed in the in this time, in this period of my life. And it found me. And so at first I was so happy. I was so ecstatic. I was like, wow, like, did this really just happen to me? Did I really just did I really just discover this? What? <laughs> And, um, 
And so I text the girl that was here because we ended up exchanging numbers. So I text the girl that was here and I was like, hey, um, you know, it was nice to meet you and all that good stuff. I was like, but did you happen to like leave a crystal or whatever? And she was like, no, I don't think so. But, you know, send me a picture of it. So I was like, okay. So I sent her a picture of it. And she was like, oh, she was like, yeah, that's mine. She was like, I obviously wanted to stay. So cleanse it and keep it. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, and it made me feel so good because not only is this my first crystal, but for what it represents, you know, it's, it made me feel really good, you know, and I've never really understood, you know, the crystals and, you know, that side of spirituality. But to find it and to hold it and to just look at it and I don't know, it just, it it did something, did something different. So I have my first crystal, guys, <laughs> and I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I still haven't cleansed it yet. I mean, they told me to like to run some water up there, but I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know if they work like that, but, um. Yeah, so I think the next full moon or I know my friend said that you could do it, you know, um, on a sunset or sun sunrise. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, it sounds like that, that might work. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. But I was just really appreciative of her because, you know, she could have easily said, nah, get that back to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need that. But the fact that it just landed in my bathroom, like the one place that I'm at, like damn near all the time. Um, I don't know. It just felt really good to, to have it, you know, to have it in my possession. So I'm excited about that. And, um, after, you know, my episode, um, me and my, me and my girls, me and my friends, we went out and I thought we finally went to this pottery class because we were definitely all talking about it and we are definitely excited and y'all why they did not say that pottery is actually really hard like to center it like you have to you have to put you so much muscle and y'all I got arthritis so at first <laughs> and it was really funny because when we were trying to figure out how long the pottery class was going to be and I think my friend had said Oh, it's going to be like two hours. I'm thinking two hours of doing the pottery. You know what I'm saying? Of using your hands. And so I started laughing. And dang, I really wish this was video. But I was like, my hands going to end up looking all cramped up. Looking like T-Rex. I said, I'll be walking around looking like T-Rex. You know? <laughs> like, And it was really funny. like <laughs> Because like that really could happen. You know, and it actually did happen, but it wasn't, you know, that severe. Like, it cramped up, and I just, like, wiggled my fingers or whatever. But pottery is really hard. Like, you have to put so much force. Like, in the beginning, obviously, you have to put so much force behind it. It's like, bro. And, and the fact that the instructor, the instructors make it look so easy. Like, they make it look so easy. They make it look like... Oh, it's not, it's not into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Put a little force, make your little pot, make your little mug, all that. Y'all, why is it the first time? Because we get, we had two pieces of clay, right? So the first clay, I'm, <laughs> I was shook. I was shocked. 
I was like, okay. I really didn't know what I was going to make. I knew I wanted to make a mug, but I was like, all right, I don't know. I don't know if I can make a mug. And then when I centered it, my thing was still looking really small. So I ended up making an ashtray. My first piece came out really cute. At least I think so. But my second, I was trying to make a mug and I got it tall enough, but then it started like wobbling and it started making this whole nother thing and it was looking lopsided and I was like okay this is no longer a bug I don't know what this is and child it I'm gonna have to show y'all we don't get them back until like six weeks but I'm gonna have to show y'all what the fuck I make <laughs> it's child but anyway regardless um it was really fun and then that night we ended up going to this spot called the spot. <laughs> we ended up going to the spot called the spot. And y'all, it was so dope. It was so dope. The ambiance in there was impeccable. Um the music was beautiful. The food, not so much, but them drinks, them drinks, them drinks had me like. Y'all, I was just drunk. I was drunk. I I feel like that's the that's the most I've been drunk like in a long time, like in a very long time. And I ain't even mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I had a grand time Friday night. I was really really drunk and partying and just feeling really free. Even after my episode Thursday, I just felt really free on Friday. Like I felt really free, really me you know I felt really me and um it felt amazing to just be in that and to embrace that and to allow myself to just be you know and I know people were looking at me because I ended up standing up on this chair but it wasn't like on the seat like where your butt goes it was like you know where the bar is on the chair where your feet can kind of like, you know, rest a little bit. It was, I was standing on that and I was like, yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. I don't even know, but it was in that moment where I was like, wow, I'm really ghetto. Uh, <laughs> I'm really ghetto, uh, but it's okay. Um, Yeah, but it was like in that moment where I was like, wow, like this feels really good. This feels really amazing. Like I love this side of me. Like I love that I can be this person. Um. And shout out to my girls for taking care of me. Um, that was beautiful. That was just a beautiful night. And then Saturday, y'all already know. The day after you be drinking, you don't be wanting to do nothing. So Shorty was sleep all day. And yeah, Sunday. And eh, I hung out with some more people on Sunday. But that's it, y'all. That was my weekend. <laughs> and that is where I've been. All this time, um, just dealing with life and ups and downs that life can bring and just the mental state that you, your mind can actually go, um, when you don't have a hold on it. So be aware of your thoughts, be aware of the people that you're surrounding yourself with, be aware of what you're intaking and who you're intaking it from. Um, Just be aware at all times and pray and pray and pray 
and do whatever it is that you do to reboot yourself, to heal yourself, to rejuvenate yourself, to get back to you. Do whatever it is that you need to do um, because we have to keep moving, y'all. We have to. And I know it's hard. I know it's tough. But we can do it, man. We're blackity black, black, black. And if we know one thing, baby, baby, we going to get her done. Okay? <laughs> We're going to get her done. So I really, really love y'all. And thank y'all for not leaving my side, you know. Um, oh, one more thing before I dip out on this. Why is my Apple podcast no longer downloading? And none of y'all told me. Well, one of my friends told me, which is how I even knew, but the rest of y'all didn't tell me that it was no longer downloading. Are you dumb? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But so I got to figure that out. Look, another life shit. No, I'm just playing. No, nah, but for real. Like, so I have to figure that out because I have no idea why is it not downloading for you guys? Because um, I'm uploading it and it says published, but it's just not showing up. Like when I actually go to my phone and, you know, try to look. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure that out. But of course, this episode and the rest of my episodes will still be on Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Amazon Music, and wherever else you get your podcast from. It just will not be on Apple right now. Um, I'll have to double check to see if the other episodes are up there, but I doubt it. But no worries. Um, we're gonna figure that out. But regardless of all that. Um, I'm starting to be in a better space. Again, I have my moments. Um, I'm not completely out of my funk, but I'm out of, I'm out of it enough to push, you know, I'm out of it enough to kind of stand up a little bit. Um, and I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep involving you guys. I'm going to keep you know, checking in and making sure that you're okay as well, because we're in this together. You know, I'm I'm not stopping. They thought they had me. They thought they had me, but no, I'm not stopping. Um, I thought about stopping though. I thought about just hanging this whole podcast stuff up, but that's what the devil want, and I can't let him have that. So we're gonna keep pushing. We're gonna keep using my my voice our voices as change and we're gonna show these mofos who not to play with and that's on what motherfucking perk so i love you guys i really do um next week i will be having an interview with my girl um it's not even really an interview we just really just we really just gonna be talking but i'm so 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 excited about it um, we're going to talk about her magazine and all of that good, good stuff. So um, I'm really excited. She don't even know that she <laughs> that she's going to be on next week episode, but it's okay. I'm going to tell her um, eventually. But I'm excited about next week, and I'm excited about all the other interviews and all the other things that I'm going to be out here doing. Y'all will know soon. Y'all will know soon enough. Okay, I can't give you all the news yet. But I will tell you that things are starting to turn around. Things are starting to happen. And as long as you continue to believe in yourself and you push yourself and you, you know, say your affirmations and you are constantly healing yourself and 
you're showing up for yourself, it will turn around. Trust me, it will turn around. Um, but yeah, that's it, y'all. That's it. That's all I got. I'll see y'all next week. I love you guys. Peace and love. I'm out.